Marshall's learning herd running back, Rasheen Ali, shines at the Senior Bowl. Locked on Sunbelt. You are locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more new customers. Join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. All right, got a little Sunday day out at, the, or yesterday as the case may be, at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Tuesday was day one. Wednesday will be day two. We'll be here for day three three-ish, making our way back to Lafayette on Thursday. Five of the uh, six Sunbelters, if you will, uh, were in the morning session with um, Carter Bradley, the lone Sunbelter, in the afternoon session. So that means both uh, Marshall players, Ethan Driscoll and Rasheen Ali, uh, were in the morning session. Uh, Troy's uh, Kamani Vidal was in the morning session. Um you had Javon Solomon in the morning session uh, from Troy, and you had uh, Javante Hunter um, in the morning session from Georgia State. So we got to talk to a couple of them. We got a, a quick conversation with Rasheen Ali. We hope to have all of them on the podcast uh, coming up here soon. But we did get to talk to Rasheen Ali, and uh, he had a really good day. Uh, I did not realize his whole story. You know, stumbled upon him, stumbled upon him. You know, met him at the uh, some about media days the year after he led the nation and tied for the nation in rushing touchdowns. Uh, and then he unfortunately got injured now back when we had just started the podcast, I think for that, and kind of wondering if it was, you know, injury or mental health break, but it was an injury. I think it was an ankle injury. Right. Uh, and uh, he came back towards the end of the year, finished strong and, you know, I guess it was in the East Shrine Bowl game and then the Senior Bowl. And I didn't realize he only played one year of high school football. I can only imagine what that's like, just learning how to put the gear on. You know, all these guys, I know all these guys that I even grew up with, I didn't play high school football, but all these guys started, you know, in seventh grade. And they played, you know, they may have started before that for all I know, but I know in junior high, that's when the soccer players <laughs> and, uh, and the football players would – in the locker room at the same time and to think Rasheen Ali only played until his you know only played one year in high school football and he's now on the precipice of going to the NFL so he had a good day caught the ball out of the backfield uh and I did post a play where he did break one through the middle of the line so I thought uh, Rasheen Ali looked uh pretty good today I thought Kamani Vidal uh, looked good I'm not sure if I saw him break one uh, I didn't see either running back drop a ball that was thrown their way, whether it was, you know, practice rep when it's against air or if they're being covered. I don't think either one of them dropped it. Um, I thought Carter Bradley had a good day. He had one ball that he threw high to, I think, a crossing tight end that could have been caught, but was well defended. Maybe should have been caught, but was well defended. Uh, and then a running back wouldn't have been, he's not on the same team. Um, as, as Kamani or, or uh, uh, Rasheen and the running back dropped the ball, I think it was picked off. So, uh, but I thought Carter looked 
pretty good. He threw a good out, you know, and again, you're looking at all these different reps that, you know, is the ball placed, you know, out in front? Is it behind him? Does the receiver have to turn to catch it? Remember, these guys are all learning this stuff like Monday, maybe Sunday night. You know, if they got in and they got basically Monday, here are the plays. Well, how many plays can you actually learn in a couple of days? Now, maybe you, you know, maybe you were able to learn, you know, 10 for Tuesday and then you get 10 more, although you're going to rep them again on Wednesday and then maybe 10 more on Thursday. I don't, I don't think there's a whole, whole offense that you can learn that quickly. And, you know, no one's got any chemistry on the offensive line. Um, you can't really stunt. You can't really, I don't think you can stunt at the defensive line, not during an all-star game. I'm not even sure if you can blitz <laughs> uh, during the all-star game. But I thought the uh, the Sunbelters looked pretty good for day one. We'll see how day two goes. We do have a media session, so we may be able to get a little bit more, not in-depth, but more time with all of the players. We get them for about an hour and a half. We get them only for about 10 minutes. It's very odd. We only get them for about 10 minutes. And football field's 100 yards long, but we're only in maybe a 30-yard section. Not not even. They cut us off going kind of both ways. So not really complaining, but it's very limited access at the time to try to get more than one or two players. So I was able to get uh, Rasheen. I did talk to the Troy guys. I did talk to them and they want to, they want to come out, right? Anytime you get, you know, all the, the power five guys get all the publicity. So I'm doing a, you know, Sunbelt podcast. They're happy uh, to come on. So I did get a chance to talk with Ethan Driscoll. Uh, <laughs> did not realize he's 6'10 in cleats. <laughs> Jeez, that is big. He's going to, you know, we got those Kansas City Chiefs tackles that look like they, you know, start early, take a half a step back. He already looks like he's standing up. You know, it's not easy for a 6'10 guy to get all the way down on the ground uh, in, in, a, in a set stance. So uh, I thought he had a good day. And, uh, you know, we'll see how the rest of the week goes. You know, you really want to impress, you know, throughout. But if you can make a little bit of a jump or certainly retain what you did in day one to day two, then it's impressive. There are seven quarterbacks. We'll see if any of them leave. I'm not sure who is the high. I mean, Michael Penix is here. He's got to be the highest rated guy. That's here. Spencer Rattler is here. Sam Hartman is here. Bo Nix is here. Bo Nix and Michael Penix got to be the two highest rated ones. Bo is coming, right? He's an Alabama born and bred kid. So he was going to play in the senior bowl if he had the shot. Uh, We'll see if one of those QBs backs off before the game. It's kind of tough to play seven quarterbacks, but we'll see. Uh, other guys can tell you who who looked better than than some, but I, I the plays that I saw uh, was really just kind of concentrating on on the Sun Belt guys, and uh, they looked they looked pretty good. I did not see Hunter from Georgia State. I I thought it was in the afternoon session. He was in the morning session, so I did miss him. Although he did, they did post it on the scoreboard that he ran one of the fastest times. So, so a, a edge guy like that with a lot of with a lot of speed is is good to see. So we will talk to them 
get a chance to watch them again on Wednesday, get a chance to watch them again on Thursday. Uh, but we'll talk to them on Wednesday uh, for sure, probably a couple of times. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll get to the basketball portion of uh, the show. It is Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let me tell you about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl to all that celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I mean, you can bet on the length of the national anthem. Probably going to be able to bet on how many times they show Taylor Swift. There are plenty of ways to get in on the action, that's for sure. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. The wind may have been blowing just a little bit more. I got I got chapped lips for the first time in forever. <laughs> maybe from the sun. Well, maybe the wind was blowing a little bit more than I, I could feel. All right. Uh, let's talk to bat. Let's talk about basketball. Only two games tonight, but a, a couple of big ones. You got the Raging Cajuns hosting uh, Monroe. And as it turns out, both these teams, you know, end up playing Friday, Sunday, and now Wednesday instead of Thursday, Saturday, and Wednesday. So nobody has a added benefit that it just happens to be these two teams playing. It could have been very well been, you know, Southern Miss and Arkansas State. If Southern Miss had played on Saturday and hadn't had any, any effect with the, the Cajuns' power outage in Lafayette, uh, it would be different. But... In this case, nobody has an advantage. Uh, the Cajuns and Monroe both played on Sunday and uh, both won. Monroe with a big comeback. They've all of a sudden uh, rattled off three straight wins, started 0-6 in the Sun Belt. They had won one game on the road against ODU, and they come back with a couple of wins uh, at home. They dismantled South Alabama. South Alabama actually had a you know good ball game against Troy in their next outing. They didn't show up at all against Monroe. Monroe has something to do with that. And the Cajuns with a rather easy win over Arkansas State. Maybe a little, you know, both teams, you know, whether we'd like it or not, you know, when it doesn't matter, people, kids, college basketball players, when you're not used to playing a sporting event at noon, it's not necessarily easy. It should be, you get up, you know, whatever the case is. But maybe these kids, you know, who knows, you know, I wasn't playing sports in college, but we didn't go to bed until after Letterman, <laughs> right? That was like one o'clock, right? So, because everybody's up. So when they, they was a sloppy first, basically a sloppy first half against Arkansas State, 30 to 24, but they ran, they went off on a 17 to four run. And that was basically all she wrote. Um, so the Cajuns have all of a sudden won five ball games 
in a row. Monroe has won three. It's going to be tough for Monroe to get into that top four. They're three games back. They can certainly, they're two games back of Georgia Southern, and they're only one game back of Georgia State, Arkansas State uh, in that group. So they're not that far off from being at least in the top half of the conference. The Cajuns need to maintain. We've talked about this when we saw it coming when they started rattling off a couple of wins and then looked ahead to their home schedule. They're favored by 14 and a half. I think the Cajuns are going to win the basketball game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's closer than that. I think the Cajuns will win, but it'll probably be closer to 10 or 11. Because I think whatever water ULM is now drinking, I think they have a little bit of confidence after, you know, a couple of wins. But for the Cajuns, uh, they need to maintain, they need to, to stay hot. Like they uh, literally... And it doesn't matter if they beat Bowling Green in a couple of weeks in that uh, Sunbelt uh, MAC competition again. But if they do beat Bowling Green again, they'll be on a 10-game winning streak come App State. And the thing is, some of these teams do not have hard schedules. All right, Southern Miss has a hard schedule. The Cajuns have a relatively hard schedule at the end. And maybe Troy. But App State has already swept JMU twice. They may be underdogs one more time this season. That's it. JMU, I don't think, has a difficult schedule moving forward. The Cajuns have a few more ball games that they need to rattle off as victories to maintain and have a shot at one of those top four seeds. James Madison is 6-3, and three, and they beat the Cajuns. The Cajuns are six and three. Southern Miss is six and three. And Marshall is six and three. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, Southern Miss is getting, we'll get to this here in a second, in the next segment. They're getting Victor Hart back. I'm going to wonder if they're going to get Andre Curbelo back. Still suffering the effects of the concussion, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, And so you have those four teams that are six and three. Out of those four teams, only two are going to be in the top four. And by the way, Georgia Southern is just one game back, so they're not out of it either. And then you do have the teams that are four and five, but you know Georgia State seems to have lost their way, and Arkansas State just gave up a huge lead to Monroe, so we're not sure if they're going to be in that race for a top four. Uh, I think this should be a much better game than I thought of, thought it would be. You know, two weeks ago. When ULM was 0-6, uh, maybe they have found something. I'm certainly not going to tell you. I've been paying close attention to ULM outside of them losing and then beating ODU. The game after, ODU finally got another win. But whatever they're doing, Tyreek LaCure, I know uh, Tyreek, I used to play for South Alabama, so I covered him. Uh, but we'll see. I think this game is going to be... Um, this game's going to be closer than I think. So I think the Cajuns are going to win, probably win rather easily, but I think ULM will cover the 14 and a half points. That's what I think. All right. Uh, I will still be in Mobile. I won't be able to be at the game. I will be at, uh, I presume, Saturday's ball game uh, later on in the week. But we'll still be here in Mobile covering the Senior Bowl when the Cajuns are playing ULM on Wednesday, but that we'll be able to watch it. Uh, that's for sure. 
Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. We'll talk about the Southern Miss Arkansas State game uh, when we come back uh, after this. When I tell you about Jay's case. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, and that is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if one of my family members got sick with a supply chain issue, keeping them from life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others. And this stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order, jacemedical.com. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's talk about the other game that is happening tonight. It is Arkansas State hosting Southern Miss. The news of the day, at least from what I saw from Southern Miss, is that they are expected reports have Victor Hart nursing a bad knee. He's expected to play, although apparently not start. And Andre Curbelo, Curbelo still suffering the effects of a concussion. And he is still out. So... Southern Miss have been playing pretty well, all right? I, I know I, I got some comments about, you know, when they lost uh, last week to Marshall that, you know, they were banged up. And I said, well, yeah, they were banged up, but they had been playing pretty well, right? They beat Arkansas State. They beat Troy. And they went on the road and handled Coastal Carolina pretty well. And then they just got hammered by Marshall. I think that was, I personally think that ball game was more about Marshall than it was against about Southern Miss. Marshall, you could want to complain about Southern Miss's defense, okay. But Marshall shot more than 56% and eight of 18 from three. So that game isn't really about Southern Miss not playing well. It's about Marshall playing extremely well. I mean, maybe the Southern Miss guys ran out of gas that the ones who had been playing a little bit more than expected. Plus, it's at Marshall. It's on the road. Those games are hard. This game is hard, too. This game is at Arkansas State. So that's not going to be necessarily easy. Let's see what the line is here. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what the line is. I'm going to say, shockingly, I'm going to say Arkansas State by two and a half. Let's see what the line is. Do we have the line? Arkansas State. <laughs> Arkansas State by four and a half. <laughs> um, that tells you because it is tough to play on the road. Arkansas State is eight and 13, four and five in conference. Southern Miss is six and three. They had won three of four. Um, Arkansas State did not play well against uh, the Cajuns, and they just blew a big lead to ULM, and yet they're four and a half point favorites against Southern Miss. I'm going to take Southern Miss. I'm going to take Southern Miss to cover and to win. I think I think that'll both happen. Uh, money line is, you know, Arkansas State minus two hundred, Southern Miss plus one seventy. Uh, 
It's not going to be easy, though. All right. I am taking the money line, but I think I don't think Arkansas State wins by more than four and a half. And this is talk about a must win for Southern Miss. This is kind of the must win. Southern Miss has an odd ending to the season. They finish up with two games against South Alabama and two games against the Cajuns. First at home and then on the road. They can't. I mean, they don't have the toughest of all schedules either, by the way, remaining. Right? I mean, they're taking on Arkansas State, losing record overall and in conference. Uh, Texas State, they're struggling. Old Dominion, struggling. Monroe, playing better, but that's at home, so Arkansas State will be pumped up for that. Um, they get Texas State at home, and then they do the South Alabama and the Cajuns on back-to-back weekends. So, if you are Southern Miss and you want a top four seed, this is a game that you kind of have to win. This is, you cannot let this one slip away. You're getting Victor Hart back. Uh, let's see. And we're also going to find out what Arkansas State is made of because they've had two really tough ball games, Right. No, I, um, yeah, they got, they got, uh, they, again, I, I'm sorry. I got my games mixed up. Texas state was the game against the Cajuns. I think I said that earlier. They were playing Arkansas state. I got those mixed up. Arkansas state is the one that had the power outage against the Cajuns. My mistake. And they came back in that ball game. They came roaring back. They were down 18 points with 10 minutes to go and made it a ball game. I don't think they ever had a chance to tie, but <laughs> they got the Cajuns nervous. I know that. Um, but then they went home and then, then they went to ULM rather. And, uh, then they gave up the 18 point lead that I know. And they blew that ball game in Monroe. All right. I don't know if my synapses were not working too much sun on a Tuesday in mobile, but I think I referred to that ball game incorrectly earlier in the podcast. So nonetheless, that doesn't change the fact that I, I don't think it's going to be easy for Southern Miss, but I think they will win it. And, and if they do, they'll cover. All right. I was even short on the points. That is, wasn't two and a half. It was four and a half. Uh, So those are my uh, predictions. I thought I did pretty well last week overall. So we'll, we'll see. I didn't get them all right. That's for sure. But I think I had more right than wrong. So we're taking the Cajuns to win and probably win by double digits. ULM to cover. It's 14 and a half points. That's a lot. And Southern Miss to go into Jonesboro and beat Arkansas State. All right, we will uh, be back with more. We'll hopefully uh, have more conversations with all the guys from the Sun Belt playing at the Senior Bowl. We'll see if we can get some good reps out and post those. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SchultzyCast, probably at SchultzyCast3 on a Threads if I'm there as well. So uh, thank you for all the support. Again, we're continuing to grow. I appreciate the comments. I think I have to be more thorough on the comments. I think I cut myself short and someone misconstrued what I said. So it happens when you are going back and forth, like in a comment section. So it does happen. Uh, all right, we'll continue. We'll be back in, uh, again, we're staying through Thursday and we'll be back in Mobile, uh, back in Lafayette rather on Thursday night. And then we'll be back for the um, action on the weekends for uh, the Sunday. So we'll watch, we'll watch Wednesday ball games for sure. And then we'll figure out on how to do <laughs> the episode for Friday, probably watching replays is what it's going to be. All right. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, 
your team every day. Dave Schultz, uh, live at Mobile at the Senior Bowl, where the draft starts in Mobile.